Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-N on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you at Rogers Place in Ice District tonight. The Edmonton Oilers, the New Jersey Devils. This is a nationally broadcast game in the States. So it's a late start. 730 uh It's actually going to be about a 7.45 puck drop when it's all said and done. All right, uh, we talked a bit about the Devils' injury situation, and uh, no truth to the rumor that it got so bad that they thought of uh, bringing Ken Danico out of retirement. But Ken Danico, uh, we love to get him on our show at least three times a year. Uh, We hook him up with Roos Chris because... Hey, he's Ken Danico, and he's been kind enough to join us again on short notice. How you doing, Ken? I'm good, Bob, and jokingly enough, I brought it up about three times over the last couple of weeks with Coach Hines. I said, I'm ready. Just tell me when. So, <laughs> and it's gotten so bad and decimated with injuries that I think it might have come close a couple of times. I would have given it a whirl, there even are, at my old age. <laughs> there are eight Devils players uh, that were in the lineup tonight. I don't know what the lineup's going to be or were in the lineup last night in Calgary. Eight Devils. Neither do I. <laughs> eight guys. Unfortunately, eight guys. Yeah, it's been it's been something, Bob, that I, I I just haven't seen the likes of this and the injuries that have occurred to key players one after the other. I mean, just like the next best player seemed to go down one game after another. But but you know what? In reality. While all this has transpired, uh, the only blessing in disguise is the fact that, you know, they they weren't in a playoff hunt even when all these injuries occurred. Now it's very difficult to find a way to win hockey games. You get to see these young guys that actually have a legitimate shot of being part of the Devils in the future or guys that, you know, maybe are just up and down cops and, and maybe really American hockey league players so that that's been the intriguing interesting thing for me doing these games i mean last night look it was a game you're playing uh an elite team like the calgary flames one of the best national hockey league. and for two periods it was a blast it was fun to call these young kids battled yep. but what happens is uh it's tough to sustain and i, I nobody expected the six 
goals in the third, but Calgary got rolling. Johnny Goodrow had a night for the ages. And it's going to happen. And ironically enough, this is one of the first times I will say a goalie gave up nine goals. And Mackenzie Blackwood has been great pretty well throughout his stint with the Devils so far. And it's coming closer to 20 games. And I know it was tough on him last night. He didn't play that bad. I mean, they were just dominant. And the Devils, uh, young guys, you know, the learning curve and the experience of and knowing how to try to play 60 minutes. But when the team has the talent of the Calgary Flames, it's tough. And and uh, they overwhelmed them, certainly, in the third period. All right. So we were in – the last time we spoke, Ken, was in Gothenburg, Sweden. And uh, that yes. that day I bumped into uh, to Steve Hall, uh, and he said to me, Bob, how often have the Oilers skated over the, the last uh, four days? And I'm like – well, they had the morning skate. It was right after the morning skate. And I said, well, this, tonight will be the sixth time in four days. And we flew from Germany to Sweden. And he said, you guys could be in trouble early today. <laughs> and, and the orders were in trouble. Like, New Jersey drilled them in that game in the first two periods. And New Jersey kept it up, Ken. You came back to North America. And you, you know what pumped the Boston Bruins 7 nothing. And I and you started the year four and zero. That was the Capitals. The, the Capitals. Oh, sorry, yeah, the Cap. Yeah. Yes, not the Bruins. We played. Yeah, the, yeah we played yeah. the Bruins. You, you, the, you, the defending Stanley Cup champs. You yes. beat. You beat them seven nothing, and I'm like, holy cow, they got something going there. Uh, yeah. What do you think, like, because the team, I mean, they've won 21 of their last 66 games. And obviously injuries, absolutely it's a factor. You don't have Taylor Hall, the reigning league MVP, for 37 games. Or, you know, that's that's going to make a difference. That's going to hurt any team. But it's, 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 you said they were out of the playoffs even with all those guys. So what happened after we saw you guys, you know, in Sweden and you guys had that terrific start? Yeah, well, uh, I guess... Simply put, and, uh, a lot of guys. Some guys have had real good years. I mean, the Blake Coleman's, Travis Ajak, Paul Mary, even so that he's been streaky, have had solid years. But goaltending, goaltending, goaltending. Last year they got it. This year they didn't. Now all of a sudden, ironically, their goaltending. They look like they have a good cannon throughout the game last night. But Blackwood looks like the real deal and a young, a young stud and Corey Schneider's somewhat found his game again, so they're hoping they have a nice tandem. But Keith Kincaid last year, for all intents and purposes, was as big a reason as Taylor Hall that they made the playoffs. He was the best goaltender in March and uh, the end of the season in April to carry the Devils uh, to a playoff spot in 97 points. And it was a perfect storm. And they came out of the gate this year strong. You're right. But all of a sudden they get back after that 4-0 start. The goaltending went a little south. Yes, the defense needs some Upgrades, that's that's the area. Their coverage and things along the lines uh, need, certainly needs to be better and needs to improve on the back end. But I will tell you, if you're into the analytics, and I, I'm i 50-50, I mean, you, you, you take uh, what you can from it. Right. Their analytical numbers as far as shot attempts and high-quality scoring chances and chances against is no worse than last year. In fact, I heard, and I don't do all those studies, from some of the analytics guys around Jersey, that it actually was a little bit better. But you talk about timely saves, you talk about stealing a game every once in a while, your goaltenders have to do it. Didn't happen this year. I'm not putting it all in goaltending. No, as a team, they were not as good. And then the injury to Taylor Hall hurt tremendously. I mean, they were still in it before he went down. 
you, you lose a guy of his impact, a reigning Hart Trophy winner. Uh, it, it just upsets the whole balance of the team. And he was the dangerous guy that could win a game single-handedly and put teams on their heels and open up time and space for other players. So that was a factor as well. But that's the National Hockey League right now, isn't it? From year to year, uh, you can be a team that makes the playoffs to having a terrible, horrific year and, and needing to regroup. I mean, you look at Colorado last year, 40-plus point increase. The Devils last year, 20-plus point increase to make the playoffs this year. It didn't go well. No excuses. Injuries, yeah, part of it. And then they trade Johansson and Boyle and all these things because they were out of it. And it makes it tough right now down the stretch to find any way to get victories. But I think they got a lot of good prospects, and we'll see what happens moving right. forward. Uh, uh, looking forward to next year. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll hit on those prospects in a second. Just uh, in terms of goaltending, New Jersey's 28th in the league in save percentage at 895. The Oilers are 23rd at 899, but Koskinen's at 913. Uh, he obviously mm-hmm. has supplanted Cam Talbot as the number one goalie. We're talking to Ken Danico. The Devils will have four forwards that were in their lineup for that game in Gothenburg in the lineup tonight. Um, they don't have Taylor Hall. I want to briefly talk about Taylor. New Jersey has a ton of cap space moving forward. Taylor is a, U, a mm-hmm. year away from being a UFA. He is all 30 teams can besides New Jersey would have interest in him if he goes to market. You know that. That said, Ray Shiro is going to do everything possible to get him re-signed, isn't he? Uh, I believe so, and that's what we hear, certainly. And you heard him at the deadline. Uh, if you heard it. I, I heard well, the comment. I, I actually... And not so many... Ter- yes. <laughs> not so many kind words that absolutely no way for Katie Taylor Hall. Now, Bob, let's, let's put it this way. They do have cap space, and I, I, I know uh, that is the, one of their top priorities to talk to get Taylor Hall, Taylor Hall locked up despite the difficult season. And, and certainly does that change a player's perspective? But, you know, Taylor's enjoyed it there from all, all indications. He felt John Hines was a big reason why he elevated his game to a Hart Trophy type player in the year he had last year. Uh, he's hoping this is a, a one-off and just a, a step back, which, which everybody thought the Devils might take because I told you it was a perfect storm. Yeah. It was fast track last year being a playoff team. But these are interesting, you know, it's an interesting dynamic, understanding the team didn't have a good year. Does he think differently? Does his agent get in his ear? Taylor seems like he wants to be that guy and be the go-to guy and part of the solution, and I think he's going to think a big reason why they are where they are is because he was out of it, and I think he takes that kind of pride. Um, But they're going to have to talk to him early, certainly in in July 1st, after July 1st, when they're allowed to, to lock him up. Um, think about it. He's injured. We hope he gets healthy. You know, it was kind of a injury situation where we didn't know exactly the extent of it. I don't think he did, but he just knew it bothered him, had arthroscopic surgery, still hopes to come back just for his mind. So he says, why would he come back? Maybe for a few games to see, you know, how he is. He's not going to do anything to re-injure himself or, or further the injury along the way. But if you're offered a big amount of money, I'm asking you, Bob, and this is my thought process. Maybe I'm old school. Are you, especially coming off an injury, are you taking that risk if it's offered early enough to play out another year coming off an injury and taking that 1% chance to go to free agency without having uh, the only thing a big I'll, contract under your belt? The, well, what I will say 
is I'm wondering whether or not you, I know you can't technically finalize the deal until after July 1st. I'm sure Ray Sherrill's already going to have that answer because if we go to the draft and Taylor Hall's name is out there, Ken, he will be the biggest, uh, Ray Sherrill would be the biggest bell at the ball because he'd be able to get a massive amount. And that's, hey, we've got a change in general manager here because at the end of the day, the Edmonton Oilers, that was one of the contributing factors that undermined Peter Shirelli's long-term success at Edmonton. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I mean... You, you know, well, it's going to be interesting. I mean, from all indications, and I can't answer perfectly because obviously Ray's one of those guys that keeps it pretty close yep. to the best. I have a lot of faith and trust in Ray, and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Well, uh, does he see Taylor Hall as, as the catalyst and and the, the well, franchise type player for the Devils? I think so. Well, they like I look at the lineup and I see for sure four top six forwards. Unfortunately for New Jersey, three of them are out right now. Hall, Heisher. And Jesper uh, Bratt, I love Miles Wood. We've discussed this before. The line- yeah, he's out as well. <laughs> yeah, he's out as well. Kyle Palmieri is uh, the other guy that's a, a legit uh, top six guy. I mean, he's had four straight 24-plus goal seasons. He's got 27 this year. Of the guys that we didn't see in Gothenburg, uh, who's been the most impressive sort of, of, of the younger guys? So let's say sub-23, 24-year-old guys. You know, like how's McLeod looked, how's Anderson looked, uh, those sort of younger kids that are working progresses right now. Yeah, all those guys making progress. And they were very, obviously, uh, you come in, you're afraid you make a mistake, you're a little tentative <clears throat> to start with. Now, because of the situation, it's a great opportunity for them because they might be up and down between the farm team along the way here. But now, out of necessity, they're allowed to work their way through mistakes where sometimes you're, you're not able to do that, especially when you have a healthy lineup. Even if you're out of the playoffs, you still have veteran guys, and they usually get the ice time, so they're getting more ice time. Speaking of McLeod and Anderson, McLeod, tons of speed. I don't know where his uh, top level would be. I mean, I would think on the team he's good in the face-off circle. He's a centerman, but he would probably be more of a, really good third-line center, Bob, from an offensive standpoint. Do I think he can chip in? Yes, but that part of it has to come. And it's hard to do, especially when you don't, you're don't. you not playing with you know, some of those top players you're talking about and not the regular lineup. So it's hard for these guys to produce offense. But I like Joey Anderson. He's so hard on the puck. A guy that's going to chip in a little bit offensively, but he's, he knows the how to play in his own zone. We're all killing penalties, doing an excellent job. And those two uh, are to name a few. Brett Cini showed a lot, even though he's down in Binghamton now, showed a lot um, during his stint with the Devils. So there's a lot of, there's five or six guys, I would say, that you hope three of them can become everyday National Hockey Leaguers and New Jersey Devils and contribute. And the cupboard was bare before Ray came. And I think he's done an excellent job at least having prospects now that legitimately you think will help your team moving forward. The other thing the Devils have that's a departure from when you were with the team as a player, they got a lot of small, undersized defense, but they got another one coming in Ty Smith, but they're not big mm-hmm. on the back end. I mean, they got guys that can transition the puck a little bit. Obviously, Butcher can do that. Uh, Severson is not a... Severson. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then even picking up Connor Carrick. Do they need a heavier guy in the back end, maybe? Oh, the music to my ears if they could find one. But, you know, they don't grow on trees that can, you know, is mobile and, and can get the puck up ice but be 
good around your net. And that's been a big problem this year. You asked me some of the problem, and I don't know why. Maybe they were, I think they transitioned a little cleaner out of their end last year. Taylor Hall was a big part of that. When you got in the puck this year, when they get hemmed in the zone, it's trouble because the fact of that size, and David not as good at boxing out anymore. I'll tell you, Andy Green is still a stud. He's played fantastic for them through all of this. And he's not the biggest guy, but he uses his stick well, boxes out. So there are a couple guys, and Sammy Botman's out, who's such a key back there. But, yeah, uh, they're looking forward to Ty Smith because he's lighting up in the WHL, and we certainly could use a player of his caliber. But you're right, he's not of the bigger stature. And uh, they're going to look for that, I hope. And, and they've talked about free agency being a little bit better, the unrestricted free agent market this offseason. And, and with cap space, I think the Devils will be players along the way. But they, they're, not, they're not easy to find. And Ray usually does his best work in a trade. He has a lot of draft picks. So I'm certain they're going to be looking for a bigger type defenseman. I mean, that's uh, what we hear as well. And I agree with you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's... That's an area they could do. You know, I look at a team like the Oilers, and I, I look at their back end, and I go, it should be better than it is because from the personnel. You know, right. because there is some size mobility. That's what I don't understand. So now that's, that's being a team and playing together and, and coming together. And I know they, they still have hopes here of making the playoffs. And, and they legitimately, they, they might have a chance. They're going to have to go on a run here wow. because the West has been up and down with a lot of teams. But that's what I don't understand sometimes, Bob. And I've played in the league a long time. I look at their back end. I go, everybody says, oh, it's not that good. I go, it's pretty darn good personnel-wise. It hasn't always been consistent, I would say. They've played 11 games. Kent, they've only played 11 games together all year. The last 11. They're 7-2-2. Two, and two. Since Sekra's come back, that's been the key. Right. That, they're right. healthy now, absolutely. Right, yeah. but you got to build depth no, as well. Kent, hey, we appreciate the time. We'll see you down here tonight. I'll have something for you. Uh, thanks for joining us here at Oilers Now, okay? Uh, always a pleasure, Bob. Good talking to you. That's Ken Danico, longtime New Jersey Devils broadcaster. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Back with this day in order. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline history it involves a guy that played for team canada on the 2002 gold medal squad this is zach cassian from your edmonton oilers and you're listening to oilers now with bod stoffer on 6 30 chat welcome back everybody 154 the brew crew says bob great to hear uh that cis players are in the fold for potential nhl players uh, the Alberta Golden Bears, great hockey. Too bad for the owners that they did not keep the U of A as their own backyard draft program for uh, Brew Crew. Well, that would take a very progressive perspective to have. And I might know somebody that's pitched that and pushed that over the years. Um, it would be tricky to execute that effectively. Bob, is there anything to say about Brandon Baddock from Vermillion? Uh, yeah, he's tough. That's what I, I think he's playing down in the uh, Devil's Farm system, wasn't he? Didn't he knock out uh, Delorier from Montreal in a fight earlier this year, maybe in preseason? Um, 
You can text us at 630-630. Oh, there was one other one there. Okay. Why does Fear the Fin keep texting me about the San Jose Sharks? This show's called Oilers now. Surely there's got to be an SJ Sharky show out there, isn't there? To this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 39 years. Join the president of New West Travel, Dennis Alberti, on a spectacular Italian tour and Greek island cruise, including daily tours, meals, and exclusive special events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. And I look forward to seeing uh, the folks on the New West Travel Vegas trip Sunday in Vegas. On this day, back in 2011, what happened Brendan. 2001, Bob. Eric oh, 2001. Brewer. 2001. Yeah, Eric Brewer on the roster. He scores with 3.43 remaining in overtime as the Oilers set a franchise record with their ninth consecutive victory. That's a 5-4 win over the Lightning at Tampa Bay. There you go, Eric Brewer. And yes, Eric Brewer played on the 2002 Canadian Olympic team. He actually scored a couple goals for Team Canada during the course of the Olympics, and uh, Wayne Gretzky oversaw that program, and Canada won his first gold medal in 50 years. Tomorrow, Louis DeBrusque, Elliot Friedman for River Cree Resort Casino, and Ian Herbers, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. We'll mention Brian Burke will appear on Friday for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Brian is uh, flying tomorrow, so uh, we did a flip with Brian and Elliot. Uh, we will have the City Forward Faceoff show at 6 p.m. tonight, 7.30, puck drop. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Up next, the global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell. Followed by the 630 afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.